On episode 124, we continue with part five of our look into U.S. soccer elections. Welcome back to SoccerWorks with Daniel Workman, where we take a look at how soccer works in the U.S. and around the world. On this episode, we continue with part five of our look into U.S. soccer elections. To hear more about the positions that are elected, as well as who gets to vote, check out some of the previous episodes. On this episode, we are going to look at the gerrymandering of the vote. And by that, I mean the weight or the percentage that has been given in a disproportionate manner to certain leagues or councils as compared to the public at large. So if you are one of the millions of registered players, you have no direct vote or say in who is your federation president or vice president. And that goes for clubs and coaches as well, as well as fans at large. But those who do get to vote, the state associations, the youth soccer organizations, amateur leagues, etc., even professional clubs themselves, don't get a direct vote. The leagues get to vote, and the professional council has is dominated by Major League Soccer. Therefore, the professional council, which gets more than 25% of the overall vote, if, if they align with a candidate and they get in tandem with the chair of the athlete council, they can collectively, between those two councils and those two individuals, influence to, to achieve more than 45% of the overall vote. So until we have equal representation, we will continue to be governed by special interest. Thanks for listening. Until next time.